In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even... Even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And the Betches Sub Podcast is your daily rundown of all the craziest shit happening in the news brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about Trump calling the troops losers. The Postmaster General. And Michael Cohen's book. Let's get into it. Hey, Sammy. It's been a while, Brian. I know. It really has. How was your honeymoon? It was a great time. Um, I went all around, you know, New England, the home of, you know, some of our famous 13 colonies. I got to see all the towns with uh, Native American names that were... (laughs) you know, stolen likely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really fun though. That wasn't looked, on my mind the whole time or anything. <laughs> it looked really nice. I was following along. We were even messaging about your proximity to Taylor Swift's uh, Rhode Island home. Yes. Um, I spent pretty much two days like look, like looking out of the corner of my eye for Taylor Swift to no avail. <laughs> also like mm-hmm. the, it was so funny though was that the hotel like provided binoculars and like I could act like the only thing I could look at with the binoculars was her house. Like that's, (laughs) there was nothing else to look at. They must know. I'm sure they get people who like, they must get fans all the time who are like, I'm here to see Taylor Swift's home. (laughs) Especially now she wrote a whole album about it. Right. It's like, you didn't want anyone to know where you lived. Like this is a Google little home. Um, But yeah. There's a whole history of it on online. Um, but yeah, no, she, I, I, someone else DM me. They were like, yeah, when she comes, she never leaves her house because she used to get swarmed by fans. And like when she would bring like, you know, her, her squad around some thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, All right, let's get into the news. <laughs> yeah. So before we really get into the news, we okay. just want to promote some of our exciting new things. We just launched today. Um, our new video series called Save 2020. This this episode is all about women's rights. It's hosted by your favorite pod, one of your favorite podcast hosts, Elise Morales. Um, it's really fun. It's really funny, and it's very informative. It's very shareable, and I would share it with your friends who are, you know, not super pumped about voting yet. You know, I think that's who we, we really need to get because everyone has their minds made up mostly, like 91% of people. But it's just really about getting 100% of people to turn out and vote. And that's what this series is trying to really do. So you can help us help the nation by watching and sharing this video. Yeah. And if anyone, you know, share it with anyone who agrees that 2020 needs to be saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly it's written by an- myself and Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And so you're really just getting a lot of fun, fun content. Yes, definitely. And we also have another exciting uh, podcast, Brian. 
mm-hmm. which I'm personally pumped to listen to. Yeah. The Do You Know Who My Dad Is series, which is coming out. The first episode will be out this weekend. It will be in your feeds. Um, for the rest of the episodes, they will be coming out on Fridays. Fridays uh, in this uh, <laughs> podcast feed. And do you want to tell, you know, do you want to tell the audience what it's about? Yeah. So basically what, it, what this podcast series is, is it's, you're, you don't have to subscribe, but because it'll just be in your feed when it comes out. But what it is, is it's, it's called, do you know who my dad is? Like Sammy said, and we're basically exploring the uh, repercussions and just dynastic nepotism in general, because if you think about it, I like to put it this way. The last four nominees for Republican president, you know, McCain, uh, Trump, uh, Romney, Bush, have all been, you know, really, have really benefited from nepotism. And basically we're talking about how, like, it trickles down in not just politics, but in influencers. And, like, for example, for this first episode, we're talking about the Hadid family and, you know, how... Perhaps Gigi and Bella Hadid's father, you know, became as rich as he did and how kind of elevated them to this position to be able to become models. We also talk about Cara Delevingne and her family, who comes from a very long line of, um, you know, British uh, autocracy, autocrat, octo- what? aristocracy, aristocracy. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're getting autocracy, you know, autocracy is everywhere. So it's you yes. know, hard to, it's taking over everything, including yeah. word aristocracy. Like I had no idea that Carrie Delevingne come, like, like she's tight with the Royals. Her mom was like good friends with Princess Margaret or her grandmother was good friends with Princess Margaret. Her mom has dressed Kate Middleton. Her mom is like really good friends with Princess Eugenie. And they're all like sort of in this, bubble of high society that I didn't really know about. And so we just go into all of this stuff. And then, so every week we're going to be doing more like that. We're going to be talking about the Kennedys. We talk about the Bushes. It's good. It's really, it's really informative to see how powerful so many people are without you even realizing it. Right. And I think what's interesting about the series is that it goes into not just like political families and nepotism, but like, like you said, like models, business people, um, Mm-hmm. Hollywood. You guys did mm-hmm. an episode on Hollywood, right? Yeah, we're so, doing one of the Disney's and the and the Barrymore's. It's 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 all, all over the it's 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 nepotism is everywhere. <laughs> it is. Can't escape. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited to listen to that. Um nepotism is a personal passion of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the right, nepotism, well, but like finding out about yes. the connection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, totally. Okay. Oh, it's also so it's also gonna be hosted by myself and uh, fellow Betch's employee Alicia Angeles. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of 
gifts do you have for Dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Over the weekend, there was a boat parade in Texas to show support for President Trump. I had noticed that there is a big um, boat. He has a big boat voting crowd. Yeah, every time yeah. I'm like in Adam Arena, there's a Trump flag. Oh, same. Because I've been, I feel like I've been in a few marinas this summer. I always check for a Trump boat. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, Montauk had. I saw more Trump boats in Montauk than I did in Nantucket, which was unexpected. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess Biden just hasn't gotten the voters' vote yet. Maybe he's not trying. Yeah. Um, so hundreds of How boats. How many were- people own boats? <laughs> I know. I know. Who can afford to own a boat? That's my whole thing. Boats are expensive. Um, the maintenance of- on those things. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. So hundreds of boats were present and at the parade, and almost all of the boats took on water, and five completely sank. Um, the water was initially calm and safe for boats, but having several boats in close proximity ended up causing a large wake and choppy waters. Of the five boats that completely sank, three were rescued. Um, so that's just a funny story. You know, it's like so ridiculous. Like they can't even social distance their fucking boats adequately. Like mm-hmm. what is it? Go- like you would, it should like, do they not take the message? Well, also know. like, I feel like if you own a boat, you should know that like, other boats cause wakes and waves and mix like wouldn't you be like oh this maybe isn't a good idea like i don't like has this never happened it must have happened before like people know how water works i don't know well maybe like the the body of water was too small for the volume of boats <laughs> yeah it's so it doesn't it doesn't make any sense so so it's yeah, just, I, mean, I mean it does but it's just they're they 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 they're stupid yeah they are pretty stupid um, but here's another horrific story. Um, the Atlantic over this weekend um, reported that Trump called troops that died in war losers and suckers. 
um, basically this was a, this was an old story that um, came out um, from several sources who didn't name themselves in the article, although it would have been nice if they had. Um, but nothing in this article sounds like that uh, crazy and unfamiliar. So basically the story was, you might remember in 2018, Trump canceled a visit um, to honor the soldiers who died in, in World War I in Bella Wood, which was over 2,000 American soldiers. Um, this is the normal thing that presidents do. They go visit resting places for troops. It's very much like part of your job as the commander in chief. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it's so, funny. I mean, I remember, I remember this story because it was obvious that it had happened, you know, um, because everyone, every, every other world leader was there. Like Justin Trudeau um, and Emmanuel Macron. Macron. Yeah, and they were all there. And what's funny is about this too is that Trump was there with Melania and over the weekend he was like, um, I called Melania, I said I can't go. And then he forgot that Melania was with him on the trip. Like and there he, are photos. And there's photos. So like he like doesn't even know, like he's even like can't even make up a good lie. About- he probably like called her hotel room from his hotel room. Mm. And was like, because they don't obviously like stay together. Um, I think they called, he called her hotel, not like they're not even in the same hotel. <laughs> they're not even in the same <laughs> complex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which doubles the cost of, of uh, the security, I'm sure. But okay, so we remember this story. It was a whole thing. And I remember people speculating like he didn't want to go in the rain because at the time he claimed it was due to rain and then his helicopter couldn't fly and the Secret Service couldn't drive him there. And then Sources at the time, as well as in this article, told The Atlantic that those were not true. And in fact, the president was worried his hair would get messed up in the rain. Okay, so we've now confirmed something we knew two years ago. Um, But according to firsthand sources, Trump reportedly also said that it wasn't important to honor those soldiers. And then he asked why he would go to that cemetery. It's filled with losers. Um, On the same trip, he said that the 1800 Marine or... 1800 plus Marines that were lost at Bella Wood in World War I were suckers. Um, in that same article, they talk about going with John, he, about how, the, how Trump went with John Kelly to visit his son who died in battle. And he made a comment like, what was in it? Why would, he, why would they do this? What was in it for them? And then Kelly commented as part of the article saying that even though he didn't uh, confirm or deny these other stories or any other stories, which probably get crazier. He said that just like he does, he knows that Trump can't understand any interaction that is non-transactional. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like, I found this to be so disturbing. Like it really broke my heart when you think about the number of on the street in New York city that we see, I'm sure daily, like veterans who are homeless and these people went to serve their country, suffered from PTSD, other losses, you know, health complications, all these things. And you're, and what they get from that, the exchange is that they get the honor of serving their country and ideal protecting the people who, who aren't fighting. That's what they get out of it. So mm-hmm. the fact that Trump, the commander, and these people who sacrifice so much, and then the commander in chief goes and calls them suckers. Like my, I felt so sick over that. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Yeah. Well, now there's this whole, like, the, you know, the White House is, like, who are you going to believe? Like, like why Trump wouldn't say that? That's not true. And it's, like, obviously you're going to believe this. The, you're not going to believe the person who lies all the time. But also it's, like, if you question the way Trump feels about veterans, all you have to do is, like, look at things that he's, like, actually said 
about, you know, John McCain, about the Khan family, etc. you know, and like his own deferment from Vietnam. And also just you know, like you were saying, how we treat veterans in this country. If we had like, there shouldn't be a homeless veteran. There shouldn't be mentally ill, like, like veterans who are un- being untreated or, you know what I mean? It's really atrocious that the government is not, doesn't take care of those people better than they currently do. Right. I mean, I think that's like, uh, like, obviously that's not only Trump's fault. Like there were homeless veterans before Trump clearly, but kind of like you said, when you were talking about in the beginning of this nepotism convert, you know, when we were talking about the nepotism podcast, the last, the people who are in power are people who didn't necessarily get there on their merit. And that's what we see now, this country, and how unprepared it is for a pandemic, for, like, for anything, and for how we treat our citizens and how many people are unemployed and have no support. That's, like, the cumulative result of bad leadership over decades. Like, it's not like you could have, like, this, you know, George Washington and then Donald Trump's going to be next. Like, it's a Mm -hmm. result of bad leadership and bad media bad treatment by the media, various stories and putting profit over people mm-hmm. for decades. Um, but something else what, to what you were just saying, like about what Trump says about the military, like he, there have been stories that he, um, that Don Jr. like threatened to go to the military as like a rebellion. And Trump said, like, if you do that, I'll disown you. I'm pretty sure that it was put in his divorce papers with Marla Maples that if Tiffany goes enroll in lists that she would not receive like an inheritance. So I don't know. You, so don't, you don't have to look any further for the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also strange because Trump went to military school, but he, I guess he, what he, maybe he resents it because he, he was, was sent there. He was sent there because he was a, a terror child. Yeah. And he was, and then he was bullied there. So I feel like he's just like, maybe he has like some like other deep psychological disdain for the military for that reason. So moving on, the House Oversight Committee announced that they are launching an investigation on Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. DeJoy is under investigation this time for violating federal election laws and lying to Congress under oath. So he basically is lying. He ba- um, the House Oversight Committee is saying or alleging that he is lying about pressuring his former employees into donating to Republican candidates and being re and then and reimbursing his employees for making these donations to the politicians that he preferred through employee bonuses. So basically, to like summarize what I just said, is he'd be like, "Hey." you go donate to this GOP politician who I like, and I will reimburse you through your bonus at the end of the year, which is a violation of North Carolina and federal election laws. It just even sounds this, so corrupt. <laughs> like, I know that that's what I was. I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, like I, could you imagine like, I, like if your boss is asking you to do something like that, like there's like so many times like you get asked to do things like, well, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But you're like, and I'll be asked to do something. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's weird, but I'll do it. Like, it's my job. But like, <laughs> you know, but this, it's like, wait, you want me to do what? Right. This is like so out of the realm of the workplace. Like, yes, it's bizarre. Um, yeah. If I'm an employee so, and I hear this, I'm like, what's, why? 
Yeah. Uh, so it's like, according to the Washington Post, five people who worked for DeJoy's former business, New Breed Logistics, say they were urged by DeJoy's aides or by the chief executive himself to write checks and attend fundraisers between 2003 and 2014. And this was before uh, Trump's first White House run. Uh, so it wasn't for Trump at all, but this was just for other GOP politicians. Um, according to the New York Times, the Postal Service has paid DeJoy's old company, XPO Logistics, between 33.7 and $45.2 million a year since 2014 for services like transportation and general support. DeJoy left the company in 2016. Um, you know, didn't think I'd be hearing so much about the Postmaster General. <laughs> well, Louis DeJoy strikes me as someone who is like, he's brought in because of his qualification of being unabashedly corrupt. Like mm-hmm. in his own company, this is what he was doing for a decade. And they obviously knew like, okay, we need some guy who's going to do whatever the fuck we want and not question it. Cause he doesn't know from ethics or at all. Mm-hmm. So clearly this guy and like, he's someone who like you probably couldn't have brought in at the beginning because like he has zero experience or like anything, but yeah, I mean, yeah, this is just like, I, it just shows reason, like how far we've gone. I like he, in his mind, I like mold him with the, the one, the ambassador to, um, Gordon EU. Sondland. Yeah. Gordon Sondland. Like I like kind of like can't put picture which one is which right now. I know what you mean. They have the same like face from mm-hmm. that like goes to a lot of steakhouses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like steakhouse face. I do. I totally know what you mean. Like Peter Luger. Like yeah. they probably have like half a cigar afterwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's the vibe they're giving off generally. Yeah. Um, but speaking of guys who give off steakhouse face, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Cohen's new book releases today. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, It's called Disloyal, a memoir. Um, Cohen makes several claims against Donald Trump, most of which we already knew. One claim includes Trump saying that black and Latino individuals are not his people and that South Africa was better under apartheid and that now it's a shithole. I mean, are you, if you're going to question whether he referred to a country as a shithole, like he's, we know he did that. So he also said like any, any country with a black leader is a shithole. Did he say that? Mm hmm. Oh, is that? In the That's book? Like kind of, yeah, it was okay. kind of in it too, yeah. Okay. Um, he also talked about Trump's hair, second time we're talking about that this podcast, and said that when his hair wasn't done, his strands of golden of dyed golden hair reached below his shoulders along the right side of his head out on the back like a balding almond brother or strung out old 60s hippie. <laughs> I would love to see it. I would too. I mean, again, that's why he didn't go to the rain service. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's funny because he's like, I know he's like, I don't want my hair to get messed up. It's like, dude, everyone's hair gets messed up in the rain. That's what rain does. Get an umbrella. He doesn't know how to use umbrellas. You've seen him like (laughs) battle umbrellas before. That's right. I forgot about that. There's no solution. Get a hood. (laughs) Yeah. He, who's like my clan hood who's in the closet yeah i know yeah i imagine he's like gotta gotta protect my hair and he like comes yeah. in yeah. okay um it's not funny but uh the book describes trump hiring this is so fucked up um mm-hmm. he he hired 
basically a black man to play Obama so that he could record a video where he ritualistically belittled him and then fired him. That is like some deranged shit. If you could choose between seeing the P tape and that tape, what would you pick? The P tape, 100. P cent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The book is coming out today. Mm -hmm. He's going to be on Maddow today. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't see what else he could be dropping that, like, we don't know already. Well, the whole thing, like, the crazy thing about Michael Cohen is that he went to prison for financial crimes on behalf of the president. You know what I mean? Like, we already know this. Like, he went to to jail because he paid off Stormy Daniels illegally with, like, which was, like, a violation of campaign finance, like, laws. And he did it at the behest of our current president. So, like, we already know the thing that should be the thing. Well, he was able to get away with that, like, two years ago. And now you have Louis DeJoy. So, it's just, yeah. like, the fact that he was able to get away with that years ago, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a status update. Yeah, so will. I'm sure... I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about it as the, as the week goes on. And, you know, maybe some weird tweets about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now to some climate disasters, um, across the United States, there are currently at least 75 wildfires burning, 22 of which are in California. A combination of high winds, extreme temperatures, and dry weather have contributed to the rapid spread of these fires. While evacuations have been ordered for several counties in California, the rapid spread of the fires are making them difficult. 22 counties in California are under a public safety power shutoff, meaning that power has been shut down to prevent further spread of the fire. This season is lower than the 10-year average for the same period, but still devastating. 80% of buildings in a town in Washington have suffered damage from the fires. Um, something that really bothers me about this is that one of the fires was caused by a smoke-generating pyrotechnic device used at a gender reveal party. So Such a waste. This has happened before. A gender reveal party in 2017 in Arizona sparked a wildfire that burned nearly 47,000 acres and caused more than $8 million in damage. This current fire is 8,600 acres, but is only 7% contained, which is, you know, nothing. Um... I think this is, like, enough reason to stop doing gender reveal parties apart from the obvious ones. Um, Just so dumb. Like, why do you need to announce your baby's gender with a fire trick? With a fire trick? That's true. I mean, maybe don't do that. Maybe, like, do balloons or, I don't know, cut into a cake. The cake. The cake seems to work. You still find out the answer. With the cake, like, I understand people get excited when they want when they find out they're having a boy or a girl, even though gender is a construct. Um, you know, it's but I understand straight people need a reason to party once they start having kids. <laughs> I mean, who could blame them? Yeah. So, if the district attorney pursues the case, the person who ignited the pyrotechnic could be charged. Um, they found at least three laws that had been violated, including igniting the land and arson. I mean, that's the other thing about this for me, is that if you know you live in a high-risk area for wildfires and it's really dry out and you're... Why would you light something on fire in the grass? So what? stupid. It is so stupid. That's it really like, is. Like, 
Okay, okay. but we also have the boat parade people who sank their boat. People are fucking dumb. They just I guess so. (laughs) Like, I don't even, like, it rains out, and I, like, if I, like, when I used to smoke, if I would put out a cigarette, I would, like, stomp it. I don't even live in a fireplace. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. Everything is just terrible. Yeah. I think. Except the boat parade was pretty cool. Story. (laughs) Although, I don't want to root for people's boat sinking, but, like, I I don't know. They root for kids in cages, so... Well, now, yeah, they'll they'll make conspiracies, theories about this, that, you know, it was only the Trump boats that sank. There were only Trump boats! (laughs) Weren't there? Yeah. It was a Trump boat parade. Yeah, it was a Trump boat parade. (laughs) Okay. All right. Until the return of democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Betches Sup Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.